You're listening to the Set Life Podcast with Reed Petre. The only weekday show dedicated to news, tech, tips, and techniques on all things cinematography. And welcome to another exciting uh, episode. Uh, I'm Reed, and today we are going to be talking about ISO, understanding ISO, and uh, exactly what it's doing in your camera that you might not be uh, have thought about, or um, maybe something that you haven't uh, completely understood uh, thus far. So let's get into it. Um, so while shutter speed uh, glass filters and aperture affect the the amount of physical light hitting the sensor um iso uh, digital iso is actually a post-processing tool uh, that um, affects how the camera interprets the pixels and how it's seen in the final images uh and and this is uh, created by the camera manufacturer or whoever is building the processing um, and the interpretation. Uh, so, so what does that mean exactly? Well, like what, you know, well, what does that mean that it's a post-processing tool? Uh, how is it a post-processing tool and what does that mean? So when you think of uh, a base ISO, um, so that's something maybe that the camera manufacturers created, uh, something like on the Canons or the Reds, the Alexa, um, you're going to have a base ISO. But what does that mean? That essentially means that the manufacturer came up with a good equilibrium be in dynamic range between the lowlights and the highlights that could work for most scenarios. Um which, I mean, it's all subjective when we get into it, uh, as you'll see. But um, that is kind of, it's it's kind of something that's really doesn't truly matter. Um, it, it is the base ISO, and it's the equilibrium between the low lights and the highlights in terms of dynamic range that's being captured. But you'll see in, in most scenarios, you're going to find, uh, you know, you're going to be not on the base ISO. So what does it mean by an equilibrium between the low lights and the highlights? So what ISO is actually doing in camera is it's shifting the dynamic range uh, either to the low lights or to the highlights. So for instance, you've got a scene that has a maximum dynamic range of about 15 stops, say, right? 15, 16 stops, maybe 18 stops. And you've got a camera um, just for our, just for our, uh, you know, demonstration here. Uh, it's got about eight stops of captured dynamic range, right? So um, you've got 16 stops total in the scene. So that's eight stops highlights and eight stops 
in the low lights. And so what a base ISO in that camera is it would put those eight capturable stops right smack dab in the middle. So you've got four stops in the low light and you got four stops in the highlights. And what ISO is doing is it is shifting where that dynamic range is being captured. So when you boost your ISO past the base, so that is going to shift your dynamic range into the highlight. So say you boost it, your ISO by a plus four stops. So you are going to be at all of your eight stops are going to be in the highlights. So that is going to one perceivably it's going to be perceived that it is brightening the image, right? But it's not only just brightening the image, you're losing your dynamic range in the low end, right? Because it has to gain up and it's got to boost the, the lower end. But you are also gaining considerable amount of stops and information in the highlights by doing that. Vice versa, same thing goes when you're lowering the ISO. It's actually shifting the dynamic range to the low end so you can think that maybe you are getting the first eight stops in that total uh, dynamic range of that scene, 16, right? So not only is that perceived darker in the final image, but you're also losing those highlights uh, in that process. So what does that mean on a practical sense? Well, on a practical sense, what that means is that you are to, to, to get the maximum amount of quality out of your image and your camera sensor, uh, you want to, in darker scenes, lower your ISO and in brighter scenes, higher, you know, boost your ISO. Well, that just seems counterintuitive, right? Because that doesn't make any sense. If I'm in a dark scene and I need more light, well, I'm going to boost my ISO because I want to um, get a brighter image, right? But by boosting your ISO in a low light environment, you are starving the sensor of the dynamic range that it needs to capture in the low end. And same vice versa, if you're in a really bright environment and you lower your ISO because it's too bright on screen, you're actually starving the camera of the data and the dynamic range of the highlights. And so you're going to get clipping, you're going to get nasty artifacts and highlights aren't going to roll off and yada, yada, yada. So in short, what that means is that you're actually to get the best out of your sensor uh, is to raise your ISO in highlight environments and bright environments so that you're capturing all of that info, all, you know, excuse me, all that information. And in dark environments, you actually want to lower your ISO so that you're capturing all that information in the low end, in the, in the darks. And this is really, really strange for, for some people when they, they haven't really thought about how exactly ISO is affecting the image. Um, now, this is to say that it's not a rule. That this is, you know, you can, it's, everything is subjective, right? Um, this is just to get the best out of your sensor. Now, if you're going for an effect where you want to starve that sensor of low light and you want to add that grain and the texture and the, in the, in the, you know, uh, digital noise, then by all means, you know, that is 
certainly an aesthetic and it's certainly something that people have done before you know so it's not it's not weird uh, but knowing how that ISO is working in your camera and knowing what it's doing to the final image will make you a better cinematographer hands down uh, knowing the tech knowing how to expose your images and what's going to create the best image out of your camera uh, that is essential uh, to 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 creating the images that the director wants the producer wants that you want the you know the vision and all of that goodness so that is it for today uh this went a little long but i i think it's something really 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 important to consider um how to really understand iso and what that means for image capture so that is it for today thank you so so much for listening and uh i will talk to you in the next one Thanks for listening. Have questions? Email the setlife podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get this podcast.